All right, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondran here, licensed practice law in California. We accept federal copyright and trademark cases nationwide. We are talking in this podcast about Joe Hand Promotions. You ever heard of that company? Probably not. Have you ever seen a Ultimate Fight Championship Probably so. Maybe you were watching or maybe it was back on the screen. At, you were at a sports bar or something and saw it playing. That's kind of the last time I saw one playing. I was at a uh, sports bar in Flagstaff, Arizona, and saw the everyone was watching the fight championships, and so we were watching that. It's kind of gruesome when you're eating, by the way. It's like not really <laughs> an appetizing. Don't order the spaghetti while you're watching the fight championships. Anyway, um, so we're talking about um, bars, sports bars, and restaurants, taverns. You know, when they want to show the pay-per-view of the Ultimate Fight Championships, which I, I think I just read something today, which is what prompted me to do this podcast, is that it sounded like there was another fight championship coming up. So, you know, as a bar owner, restaurant owner, those kinds of things, if you're if you're playing the pay-per-view, the sat you're getting a satellite feed or the pay-per-view feed and you want to show it to customers, well, that requires a commercial license, okay? So you need to go through Joe Hand Promotions, which is the main company that handles that, and you need to get a commercial license, and you have to pay the fee. Now, I don't know the exact fee. You'd have to call them. Some things I read were about $800, but if you don't pay the commercial fee, uh, you know, and you try to get, let's say you try to pay for just like a home view, maybe 50, 60 bucks. You say, well, I want to watch this at home with my friends. So you're, you've got it on your laptop. Let's say you're able to get the signal on your laptop and you take that into your local sports bar and you go, Hey everybody, let's watch the, let's watch the fight. And the bartender who owns the place says, yeah, sounds like a plan. I was going to order that, but it was like 800 bucks. And you watch the fight, and then everyone's having a good time, having a few beers, and then you wake up in the morning, you get a letter from Joe Hand Promotions, Inc., or one of their intellectual property lawyers, probably from the copyright department. But at any rate, you get a letter, and you say, now what? You know, So how do they find out what's going on here? So word has it, some of the things I've reviewed online seems to appear that they have private investigators that go around to different sports bars and popular venues maybe even some mom and pop shops some local local joints some local hangouts see if anybody's playing the fight and seeing if anybody's got a license if not you could put be put on the list next thing you know you end up getting a letter now you're dealing with some satellite piracy issues so, um, you know, this podcast really is just about some of the different ways, you know, one way you may pirate a, uh, a fight like this would be misrepresenting that you're, in other words, calling, you're the bar owner and you, you call to get the fight and you say, oh, we're just a little residential, uh, little condo over here, just me and my wife want to watch some blood and guts tonight. So uh, misrepresenting your residential account as a instead of admitting that you're a commercial account to pay the higher fee. That may be one way. Um, moving a residential receiver to a commercial location to steal the signal. That may be another way. Streaming from home to business via use of a wireless receiver, unlawful broadcasting. 
um, and those kinds of things. Those are, um, you know, some of the main things. Another way you can obviously get in trouble is if the broadcast is downloaded through a torrent website, like a BitTorrent type of case. So those are some of the ways that, you know, I'm sure there's others, some ways you can hack the signal, um, but maybe some common ways that people would end up getting a letter from Johan Promotions, okay? So um, at any rate, um, if you end up getting a letter from them or G&G Closed Circuits, you know, DirecTV, any of these companies, we can help you. One of the complaints I looked at was um, there was a complaint, a couple of complaints I saw on Federal Pacer. Johan Promotions does file lawsuits. I did see some. I saw some claims for, you know, seeking a hundred thousand plus dollars. Yes, that's right. It's a lot of money for a movie or pay-per-view uh, fight. I know that, but I saw some cases in there and some settlements and things like that. Um, some of the things I saw it really wasn't brought as a copyright violation, was really brought as a violation of 47 U.S.C. 605 and 47 U.S.C. 553, basically sort of like intercepting signals. Um, the one law does say plaintiff is entitled to damages in an amount in the discretion of the court. So there is some discretion to the court of up to the maximum amount of 60000 plus recovery of full cost, interest, and reasonable attorney fees. So long story short, it could be expensive. You're much better off just paying the licensing fee. However, if you find yourself in trouble like that, you may find yourself um, faced with a lawsuit. You may be served with a summons and complaint. So I reviewed the PACER online, the federal court system. Some of the lawyers and law firms, I should say, that um, um, have sent some, uh, have filed suits in this area, I was able to notice was Varen Wardwell was a firm, the Jordan Law Firm in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, Varen Wardwell's in Idaho. Um, Paul J. Hooten and Associates from New York. The law offices of Thomas Riley in Pasadena, California, Browner Law, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Fletcher Law Firm, Atlanta, Georgia, Ziegler Metzger from Cleveland, Ohio, the Corn Diaz Firm, that was a G&G closed circuit events case, Corn um, Bowditch and Diaz out of Texas, Hooten and Associates, again, New York, Zane D. Smith, Chicago, Illinois. So these were some of the... Uh, um, cases that I found, again, I saw them brought under 47 U.S.C. 553, unauthorized reception of cable service, and I also saw a cause of action for um, 47 U.S.C., that's United States Code 605, for unauthorized publication or use of communications. So I have some of that information. If you're looking for the actual detail of the statutes, Go to piracycouncil.com. That's C-O-U-N-S-E-L, piracycouncil.com. I've got the statutes up there if you want to take a closer look at them. If you received a letter from Joe Hand uh, Promotions, then this would be a good site for you to see. Again, that's piracycouncil.com. And um, those are the main things. Like I said, these can be stiff penalties. You can find yourself um, in an embarrassing situation where there's a federal court lawsuit filed against you, negative publicity, and a lot of damages. I mean, you know, if you have to lawyer up and they lawyer up, you know, it can get expensive and, you know, you have to ask yourself what types of defenses do you have? So we can help you explore defenses or discuss strategies or even just help you settle out 
uh, after you receive a demand letter from one of their satellite TV attorneys. Okay, so hope this has been helpful. Again, the website's Piracy Council. This has been Attorney Steve. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, feel free to share it on your social media networks. We'll see you again. This is not legal advice, general legal information only. Have a great day.